Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Yo. Yo, Aries. What up? Are we going to do a podcast this week or what? Dude. I just got booked to do a gig in fucking Abu Dhabi of all places. Abu Dhabi? Abu Dhabi. It's a one-nighter. I got to leave tomorrow. I'm in one night doing 30 minutes of material, flying back. I'm going to stay out there for two days just because of a little bit of the jet lag. But uh, otherwise, I would do it. But the Middle East calls, baby. Uh, you going to give me some of that Middle East money? Uh, you know, it depends on what the exchange rate is. <laughs> All right, so we're not going to get to I'm do gonna be listening to uh, Buster Rhymes on the whole way over. A-Rab money. A-Rab money. Uh, so, uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit Steve up and see if we can do a remix. Just do some, uh, some of the past stuff. Yeah, some of like three of the best of the best. Yeah, I, I, okay. I'll find some stuff in there. I apologize to you guys, but we will be back in full return the week after. All right. We're, we're going to be in West Nyack. Yeah. All right. But uh, I'll, catch up, I'll catch up with you next week. And uh, to all the fans, again, I apologize. But uh, uh, Sheikh Mohammed calls, baby. All right. Tell him I said assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam, nigga. Bye. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, they're, they're too scared. Like, it's almost like you got to get in touch with your own femininity to a degree. I think everybody has a little bit of the opposite in them. Now, I ain't talking about sucking cock. No, opposite. But you're talking about you were born from a male and a female, I, and there's I a little think, in I you. I think if you can get in touch with, because to some degree, some of the things that please you are going to please them. It's just common fucking sense. And I think that if you if you can, I think men, some men are so into being macho that they go, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't see myself. Fuck that. <laughs> and listen, man, if you can get past, yo, fuck that. Most women know that most dudes either don't do it because they don't know how or they're too scared. So when you that dude that A, knows what you're doing and B, you ain't scared, yo, you fuck bitches heads up. Because most bitches are used to Checker players Be a chess nigga They ain't used to chess niggas They used to checkers niggas I'm telling you man I, And again I'm not bragging But I've been doing stand up 30 years Probably 
started going on the road heavy in my mid-twenties, about to be 43. Yo, I done ran through some pussy, yo. I done ran through some pussy. I'm talking first night, show's over, back to the room. And listen, I'm, I'm not naive. I get it. The fame, you know what I mean? Yeah. The money, the success. I know that plays a part. But it ain't like, you know what I'm saying? I'm motherfucking Donald Trump. I'm not no billionaire. I ain't no, I'm not rich like that. You know what I mean? But, uh, and then at the end of the day, they still have to like you. You know what I mean? They still yeah. have to like you. Yeah. It don't matter how funny you are. They got to like you. Um, and you know, I got charm, man. I got charm, <laughs> man. I know how to talk to these hoes, man. And, and, and I'm telling you, I, I do shit that they don't. When you do shit a woman doesn't expect, it fucks their heads up. Like when I say on stage, yo, if a broad got nice feet, yeah, I go to I go to town on them toes. Now I hear some girls go, ew. The bitches that go, ew, never had it done. Don't have nice toes, probably. And no, that too. The dudes would be like, nah. I'm telling you, man, step your game up. There's shit you could do. That, and how many times, to the fellas that know what I'm talking about, game, how many times you heard a broad go, you know, I don't usually do this. I can't stay tonight. I got I to get into work in the morning. Okay, so you nod your head and go with that. Play that dumb go, okay. Get the bitch back to the room. And then, you know, take your time and fill it out. They not coming back unless they, it's already gone through their head. The idea, the possibility, it could happen. That's not to say it's going to happen. Um, but they know, they go, yo, if I go to this motherfucking room, they've entertained the thought that it could. Uh, and I don't want this to sound rapey at all. Um so let me put a disclaimer on this. I respect women to the fullest, and I believe when a woman says no, God damn it, it's no. Uh, and I'm, you know, that rape shit is is is, is horrible. Um, but what I'm saying is, you know, women mind fuck you sometimes. They 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 do shit on purpose to see where you at to let them know where they should be at. So. If you know how to play that <clears throat> that, that chess, you know what I mean? Shit happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit happens. Yeah. Like, fellas, here, here's one, here was one of my go-to moves, right? You already got it set up, right? You got, the, you got, your, you got your phone, your, I, your iPad, your phone, whatever, with your music on it. You already got your playlist. All the fucking the Marvin Gaye's, the Luther Vandross, the Teddy Pendergrass, the Usher, the all the ballad shit, the sexy shit. Boom, all right, the mood is set. You can go get a bucket of ice. You got a microwave in your room. You get a cup, put some lotion in it. And most motherfuckers just want to rush to the pussy. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Um, that, that foreplay shit is the business. Right? You know what I mean? Get you get some wine, smoke whatever you're going to smoke. Get on the bed, get a, get a massage position. And most times women will love a massage. And they'll go, hey, ain't going to be no sex. But you got your clothes off. So again, we playing the game here. All right? Respect everything she says. But you have an agenda. Put the music on. You know what I mean? Throw a couple of, you know, throw a couple of ice cubes in your mouth. Kiss the back slowly. Kiss the back of the kneecaps. 
back of the knees, the front of the knees, the feet, the toes, the breasts, and everything is like, like, like let the let your actions flow with whatever song is playing. I mean, depending on Teddy Pendergrass, turn out the lights. Whatever the aggressive parts of the song are, when he get aggressive, you get a little bit aggressive. It's your foreplay game. And all the while you're doing this, just watch your body language. Look at the eyes. When the eyes slowly shut, when the back arches, when the, when the hand grabs the sheets, when the toes curl, those are the signals. Keep playing the instrument. And t- don't rush to nothing. Because the slower you are, the faster she'll become. Come on, ice juice. Hold the toe. Put the, put the foot up to your mouth. Put the ice in your mouth. Blow in between the toes. You know what I mean? The music is playing. Take your hand and put your fingernails. Just ever so lightly stroke the calf muscle. But I feel your fingernails. Go slow. Let a couple of Let her see you do it right? let her, She's laying on the bed She's looking up at your face And you're holding a foot In your mouth Slowly Don't spit Slowly Let the water drip out your mouth In between her toes All down her feet Cold water It's cold Now she feels that air Right Stop Take a break Right now she's 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 going through something Sit down in your chair. Pour yourself a drink. Light your cigarette. Just look at her for a little bit. You know what I mean? Don't touch her no more. Let the music play. The lights are set. Now in her mind, she's going, what the fuck is happening next? What is he going to do next? Why ain't he all, I'm laying here, I'm naked. What, 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 what is he doing? Let her keep fucking guessing. Smoke your cigarette. Take your time. <laughs> Just staring at dead eyes like you Joe Jackson looking at Michael and he ain't getting these steps right. <laughs> make him make Mike know, nigga, you get these steps right to the beat this color. Just look. Then put your cigarette out. Now you go back to it. Through the back, to the front. You know? Put your mouth over the nipple. Same thing with the water drip down. Blow on it. It's tingling now, right? After you do that for a while, right? And this should go on for about, this whole process should take a good hour. It's hour foreplay. Now here comes the lotion. She already felt the cold. Take the lotion, throw it in the microwave for 30 seconds. It's going to be piping hot. Blow it off a little bit. Same spot you hit before, now you hit it with the lotion. The toes, the heels, the, the sole of the foot, behind the earlobe, the back. And remember the key here is Don't rush The slower you are The faster she'll become And you do the whole body Now this is the key with the lotion This is what's really gonna This is what's really gonna open the box, right? The hot lotion, man You gotta rub that on the inner thigh Up towards the vag That thigh meat Towards the vag She's gonna feel that like Watch them toes Watch them toes curl Don't ever touch the pussy Go around it Be near it Now she wants you to Go there 
now you putting that cold wind on that hot surface. <sighs> Let's fast forward towards that. <laughs> you did the cold. You did the lotion. Now she's got this, 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 this. I don't want to say greasy, but the lotion substance is all over. Yeah, you don't want to leave that there, right? So you go into the bathroom and you take a washcloth. You completely soak that. Then you throw that in the microwave, heat that up. And then when you pull that out, the steam is rolling off it. Wipe her entire body down with that hot rag. The last spot you get, the very last spot you touch, is the vag. But make sure when you do that, this is a steam is coming off this motherfucker. In other words, you have to do this process a couple times with the rag because it eventually cools off. And finally, when it's at its steamiest, that's when you massage the face of the vag and work the clip. I promise you, she'll want to fuck you. Shh. This message has been brought to you by Trojan Connors. Let's malt liquor. Hey, uh, what's up, man? All hell to the gnaw. Uh, yeah. That's, that's not my real name. My real name is Kylie. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, but, you know, I do live down here in Atlanta right now, so appreciate them for having me on. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, welcome. Sure, welcome. So, make sure y'all check my man out. He's he's, he's bananas. Um, but you was telling me, we're we going to dive into a couple things, but you was telling me something about my girl, Tiffany. Yeah, man. I feel like uh, on Twitter, a lot of people, they, they, they turn on her now. Really? You know? Yeah. I, I, uh, I wasn't hip to it. Um, what, what's, what are they saying? I feel like uh, most people are just tired of her gimmick. They feel like, you know, she's become the new Kevin Hart where, you know. Well, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't it, see how that's yeah. a bad thing. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think she's, you know, she's so popular now. She's reached that, that faction to where, you know, white people love her. And, you know, she's kind of like, you know, the the black person that gets invited to the white parties and you right. know, like me personally I, I love Tiffany I think she's I think she's great right. and she did it her way but you know I think you know just looking at you know what everybody on Twitter is saying everybody is saying that you know they feel like she's just the ghetto black girl at the white party right um, are they saying like like she's a caricature yeah like, like yeah right right yeah well listen <clears throat> first and foremost I, you know that's my that's my baby girl uh you know, and, and I just spoke to Tiffany yesterday. Um, and, you know, t- t- Tiff is who she is. You know, she, she's 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 hood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but but she's also classy. Uh, but but that's I don't even know if that's necessarily a gimmick. And, and as far as look, the real t- it's, it's too early. I think to to say anything like that because, uh, you know, this business, we don't control it. Uh, and even the people in positions of power. There's someone that controls them. Um, it's like it's almost like we're athletes to the organization, and the white guys sign the checks. So no matter how much power we think we have, we don't sign the checks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, maybe maybe for now, that's what they're that's where they're pointing her in those directions. But the more and more she continues to succeed, and the more she continues to rise, she'll have some say in terms of what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if she continues to just do that on her own power, 
Well, then, you know, she'll know because because you can only do that for so long. But I think she's smart enough and good enough to where she'll 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 move in some different directions. Um, I'm not going to say nothing bad about about Tiff because uh, I might I need the her. bitch to hire me. I love Tiffany. Uh, I love and, and Tiffany knows that back before she blew up. You know, she used to come to my house and we'd do sketches and I'd give her gas money, money to, you know, pay her. And, and she was, she needed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, like, like I told her, baby girl, keep the door open. You know, as soon as you can help a nigga out, help a nigga out. So I think she'll be fine. It's just, you know, to all the motherfuckers that say shit like that. Again, y'all, y'all average Joes say some wild shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Ice-T had tweeted that somebody told him the other day, yo, man, you washed up. And to which he replied, but maybe you should go wash. <laughs> and, I, and then I said, I, on, on T's behalf, I said, you know, you motherfuckers that say dumb shit like that, Ice-T has been on Law & Order for two decades. Now, that is a one-hour primetime hit show. This nigga is all levels of rich. Then on top of that, he got Coco, who is basically uncut cocaine. She is blue magic, nigga. Uh, this man is winning. Average Joes, y'all need to stop saying dumb shit to niggas who live their life, living their dreams, and y'all steady dreaming. You know what I mean? I, I, I got the fortunate experience to work with Tiffany on her last club date that she did before she started doing arenas. And I got to tell you, uh, I have saw Tiffany before, and I think she's better than she's ever been. And as far as people saying she's a character of herself, uh, like the, uh, what's the, the Groupon commercial that she mm-hmm. did? And that's Tiffany. And right. she is a Groupon. She, I don't know what she's doing today. I don't know if she's still right. collecting Groupons. Uh, I'm buying them off the app. But right. she, that's who she was. And she, when we, we talked about it in, in the green room. And right. that's just who Tiffany is. And mm-hmm. Tiffany's an energetic person who's... I'm not going to say that's her who she is with that she's playing on screen, but she is an interjective. And I think people like more than anything is to rise someone up and then be able to knock them down. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we are because she her rise happened so fast. And when I saw her show and the audience that came, uh, I mean, I understand what some people are saying. Um, I don't even know if I should, I'll, I'll share this. Um, Hannibal was there, and there are different types. Of comedy and the way comedians connect with the crowd. And Hannibal's style is different than Tiffany's. And Hannibal was, you know, he didn't want, he didn't necessarily want to go up on Tiffany's crowd that was in this flow of Tiffany and that, that energy and that whole thing because it is a different style. And her style is a Kevin Hart energy kind of style. And the crowd loved it and they loved him. And I just think that comedy, if you're doing real comedy, it, it, it translates and right now the people who are hating are just people who just want to hate and that translates to a certain type of people too yeah listen I, I, I would I can't wait till I get <clears throat> so big that people are nitpicking mm-hmm. um, that's that's a that's another level of success that's a different level of fame uh, you know uh, again you know listen if she ain't your cup of tea she ain't your cup of tea but at the end of the day um, to regular Joes man Stop shouting from cubicles. You motherfuckers is working nine to fives. You only get one comma on your check if you, you know, put together all your yearly earnings. Uh, Live your dream, man. You know, and I've said this before on the podcast, man. Most people know, everybody has dreams, but most people either don't know how to go about getting it done or they're too scared to get it done. So it's easy to sit back in your cubicle and and point your finger. You know what I mean? Tiffany has done it. 
from homeless, living out of her car. To, I remember, I remember when we were doing a skit, a skit in my house. She looked around and I remember she said, Oof, oh, one day I get a house like this. Now that bitch can afford 50 of them. So, you know, it made me feel like, I, you know, she graduated and I'm left in, in summer school. So we didn't get a chance to uh, do a diners, drive-ins, and dives. No, because uh, there wasn't really one in Raleigh. There was one that we could have went to. But in, it was uh, kind of too far. Yeah, it was, it was in Chapel Hill. Is that where it was? I don't know, but it was like 20 minutes from yeah. where we're at. Yeah. But we did go, what was it, Dean's Chicken and Waffles? Uh-huh. Uh, no, D- Dane's, 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 Dane's chicken, chicken and waffles, waffles, which was absolutely fucking great. Yeah. And, and I, I, you know, they... I don't know who originated the chicken and waffles thing, but I know when I first was hip to it, it was in L.A. because L.A. is famous for Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Uh, and I haven't been in the one in L.A. in so long, but that fucking waffle is so soft and sweet and you could just fold it without it uh, breaking apart. Like, I don't like a crunchy waffle like the Lego, the Eggo you put in the fucking toaster oven. I like them when they're soft and, and, and cakey. Yeah, but see, I like Roscoe's waffle. It's a little, little, a little bit of crust, crust on the top. I don't and like, then, I, it's good, but I, I, but long story short, that waffle from, was it, Dean, Dean, what is it? Danes. Danes. I had a, a gingerbread. If, 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 if any of y'all ever make it to Raleigh, you got to go to Dane's Chicken and Waffle. I had a gingerbread waffle with vanilla almond butter. Yeah, that yours did look amazing with that. Jesus, I have never tasted something more fucking delicious. And to, to anybody that eats pancakes, waffles, anything cakey or pastry, if you wash it down with anything other than ice cold milk, that is sacrilegious. I don't drink milk. You should be smashed in your forehead with a ball peen hammer. It, it's it's that waffle, dude. It was literally when you eat something so good, your eyes close. It, it felt like black mall music was going on in my mouth, like black <laughs> jazz mall music. It was just a. Uh, well, they were playing great jazz in there too. Yeah, that's that's what it did. And when I heard the music, and I've been into the waffle, I put the two together, and I was like, oh my god. That's what this waffle tastes like. It tastes like jazz music you hear at the Black Mall. It was it was just oh with the with the cold milk to oh god. No, I knew you were enjoying it, and I know how good oh. the waffle was to you only because you had something that you like. I know that you really like because I seen you look for it and you ordered it a few times, but I saw you really enjoy that. And then you had the waffle, and that took it up another level. The first thing you had though was the the shrimp and grits. Oh, the the Missy's sassy shrimp and grits. Uh. That was gourmet Here, Here's how I knew this place was going to be good, though. When we walked in, just by the nature of it, chicken and waffles. Like, the one in Roscoe's got Mexicans cooking the food. And, you know, yeah, I always say there's nothing better than to eat whatever the nationality of food is supposed to be cooked by that nationality. In L.A., you know, you, got, yeah, you might see, unless you go in the hood where, you know, niggas is cooking soul food. Uh, a lot of times Mex- Mexicans be cooking the Italian food, not authentic Italians. Uh, Mexicans cook everything but the Mexican food. <laughs> um, well, Roscoe's in Hollywood. That, that, who's cooking in there? Mexicans. Really? Because yeah. the one in Long Beach isn't. Yeah, I've never been to the one in Long Beach. Yeah, yeah but the one in, and the one in L.A. Um, but they had black cooks. 
over at uh, Dean's. 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 I keep saying Dean's. Dean's. Um, and there's a lot of black people in there. It was packed. So I was like, this shit going to be official. And it was, and I saw Miss Sassy's shrimp and grits with a dual sausage, cheese, and onions. Let's just have a moment of silence for that excellence. You you don't care. You want to go. You want to go as long as possible. No, no, I don't want to go as long as possible because 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 long as possible it gets tragic. Yeah, old age sucks, dude. It fucking sucks. Uh, I was looking at an old white woman's hands the other day. We were out, <laughs> like fucking uh, bad salmon. Like, the knuckles and the skin, <laughs> pinkish and reds. Look like bitch. Look like bad salmon, nigga. No, no. Um, That's- I saw a commercial the other day. Yesterday, so fucking depressing. For 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 basically diapers for men, yeah. Like fucking, they had like the same the, the, the shit. Like if you put your fingers up underneath the butt cheek around the thigh, the elastic like it stretch like like pamper shit. <laughs> I'm like, dude, dude. I want to tell this. When you lose, tell it. When you lose your man dignity, <laughs> when you wearing pampers, nigga, as a man. Because you might shit yourself and your dick don't work. <laughs> it's time to go. Can I share something with you that I wasn't going to ever tell anybody? Uh, ever. I'm your in priest. My whole life, I'm your my priest. Whole life, I'm your priest. This is going out to everybody. We in the booth. We in the booth. We in the confession booth. All right. So last night. <laughs> last night? Oh, no. Not while you were with me. No. Oh. Last night, we, we hung out. We went to, uh, we just hung out. We had a few drinks. But a few drinks for me was three. Oh no! Don't tell me the story is going where I think it's. Oh, it's going. going. It's going there. No, go ahead. So I had three drinks, and I got fu- I got I got a little fucked up. You shat yourself? No, I didn't. I just shit myself. Listen, okay. Listen. So uh, I'm staying a little bit further away than where Aries is, and I went around and I went the long way, and I had to pee so bad, dude, so mm. bad, and I'm walking and. I, I, you know, I had to pee somewhere, and w- the way I go back to the hotel, I walk right by the police station, so I can't pee there. Okay, keep your thought. I heard that if you pee in public, you could be registered as a sex, sex offender. offender. Yeah, because you're, you're exposing yourself. I did not know that. Yeah. I only say that because last year when I was here, I had to piss real bad, and I pissed near the police station. I was scared as a motherfucker, because I only thought, if I get caught, I'm going to jail. I didn't know about the sex offender shit. Yeah. Go ahead. Damn. So here's what happens. So I go, and, and I remember there's a little park just up past the police station. So I go, I'm going to have to pee there because I have to pee so fucking bad. Like, I couldn't hold it anymore. Like, I had to pee. And I get to the park, and I read on the on the sign of the park. It says, Fraternal Order of Police. <laughs> right. And there's these uh, reefs and everything there. And I go, if I get caught pissing here, I'm in just as much trouble as if I pissed in front of the police station. Right. So I'm not going to piss there. And I can see my hotel. So I'm walking, <laughs> I'm walking to the hotel, <laughs> and I get to the hotel, and it's late at night, so I have to put my key in the door to open up the door. So I put my key in the door, and I open up the door. Now, the hotel, I'm in the hotel, and my elevator's super slow. I'm on the fourth floor, but it's super slow. Mm. And I look over to the right, and I go, there's some bathrooms right there mm. uh, in the lobby. So I run over to the lobby, 
and I go to pee, I go to open up the. I think you told me this story. No, 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 no. Oh, this is last night. This is last night. Okay, this because you told me we're about to go shitting in the trash can, right? Yeah, but this is this. Okay, is, this all right, is, go ahead. So I run over, and and I see the door, and you know that moment. You know how like sometimes you have to pee, and you 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 you're like. <laughs> Your dick waits till you get to the toilet. And it don't. And, and, it, and, it, and it's just ready to go. As soon as you, right. as soon as you let it hit air, yeah. it fucking starts right, pressing. Right. So I see the door, and I see the handle, and I pull, push on the handle. I'm ready to go in, and my dick wants to pee so bad right there. And the door has a lock on it. I have to put the key no. in. And right at that moment, I start... You pissed yourself? <laughs> and, and I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. And I ran over to the toilet and I was starting to pee in the toilet. But I pissed myself enough that you I was fucking child. That I was embarrassed about I was so, I, but I wasn't only embarrassed, I was pissed. I was like, why? There's a fucking there's a guy there's people working here. Why is there this fucking card key because all I needed to do was open the door and right. open up my pants and I was fine right. but because my 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 that's why I think guys dicks and brains are connected to each other because as soon as I thought the door was open I was if my dick was ready to go then you then you one of your either your dick or your brain is retarded <laughs> There's a friend of mine that's a comic named uh, his name is Jay, Jay Hollinsworth. He's a big Irish Jay. This dude's like 6'10", and, and, and he's he's not that he's super fat. He's just a big dude. And he said, he put it, he has a video out where they said at the airport, uh, a guest of size is what they call those people who need a... Right, a guest of size. A guest this of size. ass fucking nation now. That's what everything they, they, has to be pampered. Here's your 18th place trophy. My guest is size. Oh, hilarious, hilarious. Uh, but that's what they call him now. So it's not it's not a fat dude. It's not a person who needs two seats. It's a guest. And listen, if you want to look out the window, book yourself a window ticket. Don't sit next to me, and when I'm got the window. When I open that shit, you gonna stay like. And when I open it, because I, I watch my movies on my iPad, so you know I, I like the sunlight to be blocked so that don't fuck with my, with my with the vid, with the with the picture. But you know, every now and then I'll crack the window open, especially when we get ready to land, just to see where we are in terms of distance, how close we are to the ground, and go, oh, okay, we about to land. And uh, as soon as I do, the person next to you just wants to turn and stare out the fucking window forever. Like, you can't even get a good visual. What the fuck are you staring at? I purposely shut the, 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 block, the what do you call the thing? The, the, sh- the shade. The shade. Okay. I purposely shut the shade when I see them looking that long. You know, plus I feel like they're looking at me, too. My fucking business. Get back in your cubicle. Okay, but here's the other thing, though. If you take the window seat and you control the window, I grant you that because I'm an aisle guy. Right. I take... Though you take the window, that's yours. I right. I sat over here for a reason. Window's yours. But if you're a man and it's less than a two-hour flight and you can't hold your piss for the two hours, don't take the fucking window. Take the aisle. Because you don't want to get up. Don't make me fucking move and make the guy in the middle that's already too fat to be sitting next to me have to move. Right, right. You, you pick the window because you want to hold your window. piss. Hold your piss. It. Okay, if it's a five-hour flight, I might give you a break and say, yeah, you know what? Right. After five hours, you had a couple right. drinks. I see that you might need to take a piss. Right. I'll, but a two-hour, this dude got to, sat down on, this was like last week, sat down. And we weren't even in the flight. We finally sat down. We finally got off. We finally took off. And this dude, like 10 minutes into the flight, goes, 
uh, could you move? I got to go to the bathroom. I go, man. I really looked at him. I was like, do you? Are you kidding me? Right. No, no, like, the bathrooms are on the way. Take a piss before. Well, you, get you know, here's the thing. Obviously, no matter how short the flight is, in my mind, everybody's allowed one piss pass. But I hate when I've sat in the aisle and it's like, this is your seventh piss. Go see a fucking doctor, nigga. You're dying. You should not have to piss that much. And 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 another thing to some of you dudes, if you got the aisle and I got the window, when I gotta go piss, get your motherfucking ass up out that seat. I am not a stripper. I will not straddle you. Oh yeah, that's, that's and some dudes, some dudes will do that move where they tuck their knees in and try to turn their body. I'll t- I'll straight up be like, hey man, you gotta get up, dog. And I say it with that bravado in my voice. I, I feel it. Pardon me, much love to the homosexual community, but it, I feel very gay when I got to put my ass past your face and and you won't move. Get the fuck up. I'm not straddling you. Turn yourself dick first and then watch the move. They'll get out of the way. That's hilarious. You know, I can't give you all the detailed details uh, but I'm in a situation right now where it's like I, I I I was looking at something on TV. Matter of fact, when this podcast comes out, just label this as bonus footage. Uh, give you motherfuckers a, a extra piece of bacon for your morning breakfast. Uh, I was talking to my attorney the other day. I'm long story short. I'm I'm getting railroaded. Uh, I'm, I've been dealing with a couple of situations. Uh, one, of course, you guys know about with the whole Corey Holcomb and the 5150 and the, the Zoo Williams situation where, yes, and I made no bones about it. I was going to sue these motherfuckers. Uh, and, and, and this uh, just almost even wraps into Terry Crews a little bit because uh, people were, were digging into black men were digging into Terry Crews like, damn, this motherfucker care more about his career than his asshole. Uh, and Terry Crews basically said something that I had been saying on the on Vlad TV and in a lot of the interviews when I talked about this, which was, you know, it's very hard as a man, regardless of color, but as a man to feel like you're a punk and to be labeled as a punk or a bitch because you don't retaliate in certain situations. Um, and I and I say this, that's not to say that you should let people abuse you, uh, put their hands on you. Somebody hits you, defend yourself, you hit them back. Um, but it's a very... F- weird situation to be in a business where depending on what you do can decide the outcome and the fate of your career and when you're responsible for people's lives my daughters my son my wife my own from a financial standpoint you 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 can't be stupid and and you and you got to think and calculate before you make a move to say something is not going to be done is very different from saying that something is going to be done the right way. You know, you know, and if I'm in a situation where I go, okay, I could either do something to retaliate against this and have something done right now without thought, but then suffer the consequences versus it might be smarter not to retaliate in that way, but then handle it a different way. That's the better way to go. You got to be smart. Um, 
and I think I mentioned this. I know I mentioned it on Vlad TV, and I, I might have mentioned it here on a podcast. I just might, I can't remember everything we do on here. But so if I'm repeating myself, forgive me. But like the dude said, my man Clifton Powell, the actor who black actor who's been in a ton of movies. Black people know who he is. Uh, he was uh, what's that motherfucker's name? Pinky in Friday. Uh, but he was in the Tupac movie and he said to Tupac while he was in jail don't let what you do for five seconds give you 50 fucking years so I was suing Zoe and Corey um, and listen at the end of the day Zoe broke the law the man assaulted me he broke the fucking he, he broke the law and the way it's supposed to work is if you break the law you are supposed to suffer the consequences. They are supposed to be consequences. Well, by the time all the legality shit kind of finalized and everything was said and done, my lawyers basically told me, there's nothing we could really do. And if you want to pursue really doing something, it's going to cost you money to pretty much get no results. So it's not worth it to you unless you just want to spend the money and say you went through the process. And I'm scratching my head thinking, this motherfucker broke the law. At the end of the day, he broke the fucking law. So you're basically telling me I'm not protected? He's going to get away with this? Yeah, in a nutshell. Now, here I am dealing with this extortion situation where I'm being extorted. And I've, my lawyers have already pointed out that based on some of the things that this person has done, coercion, they have broken the fucking law. But if I go, uh, fuck it, I'm going to go after this person. If I do that, then that exposes me to a bullshit, trumped up, fucked up charge, which could be, which could be career ending. Um... So I have to take it. And by take it, I mean it's better to settle. Because if I don't, I take the risk of having this become something that even though it's false, it's damaging. And if I try and pursue it, it, you know, it's better to just have it go away. But the fact that this is a lie and I'm being shaken down for a lie is fucked up. And it it made me go, and I'm in no way condoning or saying in any fucking way that you should ever take the law into your own hands. That's never the fucking answer. But it's like when Chris Rock said, there's a reason to hit everybody. Just don't do it. There's a reason to kick an old woman down a flight of stairs. Just don't do it. And like Patrice said on Elephant in the Room, I don't condone violence against women, but I do condone thinking about it. So there's a difference. I understand why people certainly think it. And again, by me saying I understand why they do it, I'm not saying you should do it. But damn it, man. Because it's like to have to be forced to take something. It's like there's a gun to your head, man. It's it's like, you know, even with divorce court, I gotta pay this bitch this amount of money. She ain't write no jokes. She ain't get up at four in the morning, go to the airport, get stuck 
in terminals during the winter, cancellations, repair delays. What's supposed to be a four or five hour travel day has turned into 15. I'm stuck in some fucking Midwestern city town snowed in. I got to deal with janky promoters and shisty club managers. I got to pay the money to mass produce my merchandise to sell. I got to hug fat bitches that smell like room temperature meat. I, I got I to I gotta deal with the shit I got to deal with. And this is all my sweat, all my hard work, all my tears, my heartbreak. And I got to break you off half and you ain't doing motherfucking thing. And for some dudes, you lose the house, you lose the car, she get the kids. I remember I, I talked to one lawyer and he basically told me, he was like, yeah, man, my wife got everything. There's not a day that goes by. I don't wish this bitch to be Stephen Hawking. Like, it's just, and not to say that you come from a fucked up place like that. Because I don't think any good person wishes ill will on anybody. But the fact that, like, that all your work all your dreams all your hopes taken from you by someone who has not done the work you have to bend over and take this ass fucking from a shakedown and you know it's a shakedown you know it's bullshit you know you didn't do what you are heinously being blamed for this heinous act you know you didn't do it but you gotta take it you got no fucking choice Someone does something to you and they're getting away with it. They broke the law and you're doing the right thing. You ain't going, hey, I'm going to be Charles Bronson and become a vigilante and right this wrong. No, you went the proper channels. The lawyer, the police, you file the report. You're supposed to get justice. And you don't. And the only thing that stops you from doing it, this is it's what separates the sane from the insane. The, the rational from the irrational is that you're just not fucking crazy. You're able to hold it together enough mentally and emotionally to go, you know what? This is fucked up. It be what it be. I just have to take this L. And, and it, 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 there's a part of me, I swear to God, and I think a part in everybody that goes through this, where this fantasy plays in your head where you would love to get the justice and fuck the system. It's almost like if, if this were a movie preview, uh, it would, it would, you know, the, the movie guy voice, the guy, they don't do it anymore, but uh, once upon a time ago, and I know Pablo uh, Francisco oh, yeah, kind of yeah. used to do it. Frank Caliendo did it too, so it's almost like comedic public domain, so it's not even really stealing anything, but it's like, in a world... In the city, one man. So I was, I was laying in bed and I was fantasizing about this being a movie, and if I could fucking get justice, it wouldn't be me, but it, it would, it would be like a. In a world where the victim is victimized by the victimizer, and the weak fall prey to the strong, one man has decided he's had enough. The system has been fucking us for far too long. One man has decided 
to take a stand. I've had it with the system. Enough is enough. Arnold Schwarzenegger is taking on the system using the biggest, baddest, most powerful weapon unlike any other. It won't be a shotgun blast. It won't be an AK-47. It won't be an M-134. It won't even be an AR-15, the widely used gun by crazy white supremacists who mow down and murder innocent people, but yet it's the immigrants and the Muslims we're supposed to fear. Wait a minute, I'm getting off track. The most powerful weapon to be unleashed against injustice will be... Arnold Schwarzenegger's cock. Oh, stop. Please. Oh, no. I can't take it. It's too big. Oh, dear God. Hurts. Please stop. Shut up, system. You've been fucking the tiny little man for far too long. It's time for me to fuck back. This summer, Arnold Schwarzenegger is... Take that, system. Take that. Oh, I'm coming. I'm coming. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Are you finished? Yes, I've come. I won't be back. Arnold Schwarzenegger is... The System Fucker. Yo, everybody, I hope you like the remix. Sorry, but we'll be back, as Ari said. Uh, next week, we'll be in uh, West Nyack, uh, upstate New York, and uh, we're breaking off again. He's going to go do a show in, wow, I don't even remember where he's going to be at. And I'm going to be uh, back, still stay in New Jersey. So, um, as always, man, check out Ari's uh, webpage, uh, ariespears.com. And you can find all his social media, and you can find links to the podcast so you can tell other people about it. And um, andycomedy.com, all my social media is up in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, buy a T-shirt. Uh, holidays are coming. I need some money. See you in a week. Say, nickel.